0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the WRA Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good Monday, a good start to your week, and a good weekend. Uh, Got a lot to talk about here. This is, by the way, a little bit of a unique uh, podcast today. Uh, This is going to be a combination members, VRA members podcast, and uh, regular podcast. So if you're not a member of the VRA, not a subscriber, uh, you're going to hear about some uh, insights into some companies that we own. And uh, so it's kind of a freebie for you. Uh, going to c- kind of combine this into one today because we're supposed to have this out for our members earlier and uh, they just got away from us, so here we go. Um, interesting action today. Got some very, Im- I think, important things and interesting, maybe um, really crazy interesting things to talk about today. And I want to get this in in about 10 minutes, so let's go. First of all, what a month of October. Everybody's been talking about what an amazing month this has been. Now, if you're with us here yeah, we did. We told you we expected this to happen, okay? From the 10-13 lows. We called it that day, folks, October 13th, Capitulation Day. We had uh, uh, an amazing reversal in the market. We called it the CPI, October 13th, Capitulation Day. That's how we've coded it since then. And from that day, on that podcast on that day. So, I think we got that one right. Matter of fact, I know we did, but nothing but up since then. But, folks, this wasn't a great October, This is a great last two weeks of October. That's what we just had here. This is a mini melt-up, which which is, again, what we've called it. Uh, You know, a blind squirrel uh, finds a nut uh, uh, every every now and then, right? Uh, But this has been a fantastic two-week rally. But it's not been a fantastic October, I guess, in the big scheme of things, sure, right? But the Dow Jones did finish today, even though it was down 128 points for the month. The Dow Jones finished up 14.1%. That's the best... Two weeks, really, for the Dow Jones. We'll call it one month. It's the best month for the Dow Jones since 1976. And I'll go ahead and make an observation here because Tyler and I just talked about this. We're going to have a new uh, a new trade uh, alert. Call this a pre-trade alert for our viewing members here so will get ready for this one. Don't know that it'll be tomorrow. I kind of think that that uh, Jerome Powell is going to say some some tepid things about uh, rate increases because clearly the economy is slowing. Global economy is in trouble it's just, the uh, when M2 money supply growth falls off the table, if you've seen a chart of M2 money supply growth, you know what I'm talking about. It's crashed. It's a complete crash. And inflation is, as always is, a monetary event. So when M2 money supply crashes, guess what? That means inflation must crash. It's not even an option. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll tell you right now, straight up. If the future CPIs, I'm talking really the one that comes this month, which is like this week, I think. If if it's not showing, although it again is lagging, could be next month. But we're, if we don't start seeing a sharp reduction in CPI, then I'm going to tell you that it no longer matters for the purpose of tracking inflation. That's the level of of, of a of a collapse that we've seen in M two money supply. That is inflation. This is what the Fed should be watching. So anyway, I'm pointing about the, the the Fed this week. Fed meetings Tuesday, Wednesday. Of course, on Wednesday, uh, uh, we get the uh, the Fed rate hike. which should be seventy five basis points. I doubt it'll be less than that. It won't be more than that for sure. And uh, then after that happens at one uh, two o'clock Eastern, and then at uh, uh, two thirty Eastern, uh, the 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 money printing rock star himself, right, b- 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 the b- the booze b- machine, uh, comes out and gets his uh, his uh, always uh, very <laughs> depressing and and market crushing right presser. Uh, Mr. Powell has not been well received by the markets on days that he speaks. Something to keep in mind. I kind of think he's going to give uh, the bulls some running room here. I think he's going to indicate, all right, you know what? We're going to keep hiking rates to make sure we do kill inflation. But yeah, we we can see what's happening. It's working. Hey, hey, <laughs> give us a hand. Hey, we're really good, aren't we? It's working. Anyway, they're not. The bottom line is. I don't think they're going to do anything to upset the midterms, which again is one of the reasons we've had this rally, even though it's again, it's very seasonality and we're extremely oversold. You know, sentiment just got ridiculously bearish. So all of those things added up. Uh, But I also think the market's rallying because the market believes the Fed's just about done. Okay, for all intents and purposes, the Fed is about to pause. uh you know whether it's next month or whatever i think i think we go into 2023 with a very much different looking fed than we have right now and that's what the market that's what the market's seeing but so anyway for our for our for our members and subscribers here vra we are and Tyler and i just covered this based on our vra investing system we the dow jones is now at extreme overbought on steroids this is our designation extreme overbought on steroids this is our, our very system designation for it it, it. it ain't possible to get more overbought than the Dow Jones is. On every one of our screens, okay? RSI, MACDs, Stochastics, and Money Flow, all four are extreme overbought. On, and we call that extreme bottom steroids. There are other elements to, to what we do that make it proprietary. But from those four screens, across the board, all over extreme overbought, we call it extreme bottom steroids. And that's when we take a position in the opposite direction, okay? And by the way, <clears throat> here's one of the other things we look at. Guess where the Dow is? It's right back into the 200-day moving average. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you to do a little homework tonight, folks. Pull up a chart of the Dow Jones, all right? And most of you know how to do this. If not, it's gonna take you about a second to learn. Put up, and, and most charts have the 200-day moving average. It's not, just insert it. You know, you'll, it's not that difficult to do. It's just kind of basic 101 charting here. Insert the 200-day – we we track the 200-day, 50-day, 100-day. Those are kind of the basics. And then we have some shorter-term ones we use, the EMAs, 8- and 21-day EMA moving averages. So, you know, find the ones that uh, were for you. Uh, A lot of these pre statements ones are fine as well, by the way, because that's what most people use. But the point I'm making is when you you insert the 200-day moving average, you're going to see what I'm talking about. Look at what's happened every time this year where the Dow Jones has gotten back to its 200-day moving average. So with that in mind, you know, uh, again, we're not probably not going to put this trade on. We're, sh- we're going to be shorting the Dow Jones. We're probably not going to be putting this trade on, and it will be a trade uh, probably not until Wednesday. I <laughs> it's going to be hard because we probably should do it tomorrow. Anyway, uh, we'll figure that out between now and then. But that's the next trade for us. And I'll just make this point. Tom and I got into this conversation as well. I think it's very interesting, very intriguing, because we believe in repeating patterns. Right, repeating patterns would tell you that <laughs> the Federal Reserve hates Democrats, and the, which flies in the face of what I've always believed. Right, the Uniparty, the, the Federal Reserve is the Uniparty. Right, they are the elite power brokers, the elite rulers. Right, they they are they are they're very much it because there's no, there's no more there's no banking there's no cartel more powerful than the banking cartel, the money cartel. But if you believe in you know Occam's razor, you have to look at this and go, the Fed hates Democrats because they've destroyed the economy with these rate hikes, right? First, they caused the inflation now they you know they destroyed the economy with with their with their rate hikes and maybe that's a very simplistic way of looking at it, but there's something else to consider as well, something that no one's talking about, and it's crazy that they're not frankly again, at face value, is Joe Biden? not one of the best uh, Republican presidents in history? Is that that not true? I mean, we'll know after the midterms. But if Republicans pick up 40, 50, 60 seats, whatever, it's going to be a big number. It's going to be a very big number. And take the Senate back, which is now the odds-on-fair predicted now has uh, 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 Republicans solidly favored to take the Senate as well. So if Republicans pick up a huge, huge pickup in the House, and take the Senate, right? Should we not look at Joe Biden as one of the best Republican presidents in history? Think about it, right? So hes is he purposefully killing off the Democrat Party? Is Joe Biden actually a Republican? See, I kind of think he is. Matter of fact, I know he is. We just wrote this in our book. So he's an old white guy. He's absolutely an old white conservative that does not that believes in uh, a strong uh, police presence. He, he he funded excuse me he he backed and started he introduced the the crime bill, you know that they, they called a, a black young black youth predators and we got to get them off the streets. That's Joe Biden. And he loves real estate. He's a capitalist through and through through his son Hunter Biden in China and Ukraine et cetera right. So these labels are there to confuse us, right? The truth of the matter is, there's very little, if anything, that's liberal about Joe Biden. It's my point. He may soon be recognized as one of the best Republican presidents in history. And then, this is going back to to our Big Bride, the title of my book, The Big Bride. If this happens, we wrote it in the book. It's already published, it's already out. I know a lot of you have read it. Put it in the book. Got some snickers and sneers about it so far, okay? But we put it right in the book that he may pull – he may do the exact thing that Bill Clinton did in 1994 when Clinton got wiped out in the midterms. Clinton pivoted. He triangulated. He became the most – he became – Bill Clinton was the best president in in history to this day, ever, from the point of view of the stock market. Average turn of better than – actually, I think with dividends, it was 26% per year over eight years. No one's done better. No one's come close to doing better. Bill Clinton because he pivoted. Is Joe Biden going to try to pull a Bill Clinton? Now, first of all, I doubt that Biden very much is going to do an eight-year term. So that right there, that's a bit of a problem. But he's still got two years. He could still put up huge numbers if he just made pivots back to the center and let the Trump economic miracle and Trump's America first policies fulfill their promise, which they are doing, by the way. Still. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Uh, we'll have that written up. And uh, Tyler's got a really good update coming for you on that that he's been working on. And uh, we'll, we'll have that out before the midterms because I, no one else is saying this. And we may be insane for doing it. But you know what? We, we like to go where nobody else goes. All right, let's get into markets again today. Dow Jones, great, oct- great last two weeks October uh, uh, down one twenty eight today. Uh, taking a little bit of a little bit of a breather again. Friday was such a massive up day. two thousand they exactly flat in the day. Doesn't happen very often. S and P one hundred bigger losses here uh, down seven tenths one percent, and text- it is a textbook down day by the way. Textbook down day. Nasdaq today down one percent. Semiconductors down one point seven percent semis lead, NASDAQ follows semiconductors, and then the markets follow NASDAQ. This is the way it works. This is the way. And we see it again today. Uh, ten-year yields are back up to a 4.07%, but if you've been following us, we've been sharing this chart. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make a note to include that chart again tomorrow in our uh, morning VRA letter. Because this chart of the ten-year yields uh, goes all the way back, you know, 40 years. And you see right there, every time this trend line has been hit, which it just hit last uh, uh, two weeks ago, again, at the October 13th capitulation, that's when the yields have reversed. That is a repeating pattern. It's the strongest repeating pattern of my career. I haven't even done this 40 years. Pretty close. But I've seen there, there is no repeating pattern stronger than lower rates. There is no repeating pattern stronger than lower rates in the markets. 40 years of declining rates. Maybe this time is going to be the, the, the change. I, I don't think so. I think, I, think, I think it's a great time to buy bonds. I think rates are going lower. It's a phenomenal time. right? It's a phenomenal time to buy a variable rate mortgage because rates are going lower. Lock in later. Um, <clears throat> what else today? All right. Let's get into... Uh, I'm going to just cover a couple of things. By the way... Again, this is as much a a member's update uh, as it is for everybody else. Some important things to cover here. Again, back to our VRA portfolio here. Um, I want to mention three stocks. I'm going to cover it fairly quickly. Uh, Trump Media, DWAC, Turquoise Hill Resources, and Patriot One Technologies. Stay with me on this. I'm going to go quick. You have, if you own uh, Turquoise Hill Resources, you have until 6 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time, okay, to vote on this uh, buyout, uh, that Rio Tinto is trying to buy Turquoise Hill. We, are, we own Turquoise Hill. Had for a long time. Stocks had a really good run, and now Rio is trying to buy them at $32.80. Well, the stock right now is twenty-seven twenty-five. And there's new... All right, yeah, they just extended the proxy to 6 p.m. Eastern today. So it's going to be final today. We're going to know. And they've got to get a certain 65%, I believe, is the percentage of, uh, of votes they've got to get, 68%. Rio does, to complete the takeover. And we are very against this. You want to vote against this. You have time to vote. Every share, every vote counts. If you haven't voted yet, you know what? Uh, Call your broker. They will assist you in this. You should have gotten uh, proxy materials, everything. They've been inundating people uh, from both sides and how to vote. Vote against this. We do not want Turquoise Hill being acquired by Rio Tinto. It's a ridiculously low price. It's a steal. They're raping shareholders if they're able to acquire this company, and again, my hats off to Pentwater Capital and to Sailing Stone Capital, who have put up a good fight. They, I understand now, they're up to a maybe a thirty combined, maybe up to a thirty percent ownership stake of minority of the minority stake. That's that's a difference maker, and that's by, probably by the way why the stock has gone down again. It's a seventeen percent discount right now to where the buyout would take place. That's a big arbitrage discount. Much too large. So there's a lot of questions. It's I, it was fifty fifty last week. I have to say now it's against. I'd have to say it's sixty forty, in favor of Rio failing just based on the way the stock is acting. You know, and the market's a pretty good predictor of this. So that's there's our recommendation: vote against, on all counts. Vote against this um, takeover. One another night. Also, Trump Media. Thursday, I believe it's Thursday. I don't know the time is the deadline to vote on the extension of the merger. Folks, you've got to vote for this, okay? I'm getting calls, and i got another call today. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, on behalf of Trump Media, right? Uh, uh, DWAC, Digital World Acquisition Corp. Vote. Every vote counts here really does. We've got to get this extended. The SEC has been the problem, okay? It's get Trump, it's get Trump, it's get Trump, and now because of that, it's getting us a shareholder. We're talking about truth, social, really. At this point... But they've got so many other things in the works. If they can get this merger completed and become Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTJ, TMT, um, group (TMTG) will be the new symbol instead of DWAC. If they get this merger completed, and they certainly should. Um, and I just, my heart goes out, man. I, I just uh, look. There's a lot of Trump loyalists. I'm one of them that want to see this get completed. And you know Devin Nunes the CEO and Trump their hands have been tied they can't do much aggressively here they almost have to be neutral parties uh, because they don't want to give the SEC any more ammunition and so it's a real cl- it's a clusterfuck it's awful what's happened here it's criminal what the SEC has done to to shareholders and to the uh, to the great people trying to build this company right a free speech alternative to Twitter and by the way Twitter's now private. You can't own the stock. Trump Media is the play. It's the social media platform. It's the play. Look at Facebook's been destroyed, right? Nobody, who uses Facebook and trusts what they find there? No one, right? TikTok, you know, whatever, China, okay? Uh, Instagram, I don't, I don't, I've never been on it. I know a lot of people use it, but it's not. We're talking about current events, politics, investing. We're talking about truth social, right? And everything else. That they're going to be doing going forward, which is a lot of different divisions. I'm not getting into it now, but we've got to get this uh, completed so that the company has more time to get this merger done. Otherwise, the the deal the deal's done. If we get ten dollars a share. That that's going to be it. It's that important. And uh, and again, Patrick Orlando, the guys have done a great job at at, uh, at Trump Media or <coughs> DWAC, right? of trying to get this thing completed, and I hope it really do, because, again, it's kind of last man standing, you know, as, as a public company. Uh, and that last one, <clears throat> uh, again, this won't make sense to you unless you're a, a, a client of ours. Uh, Patriot One Technologies today, Pet One was up uh, 8.5% today. Um, over the last uh, month, Patriot One is up 60% now, right? It's penny stock, it closed today at 42.5 cents a share, uh, but we know this company well. Uh, We've met with the new CEO on a number of occasions. Great guy, a lot of vision, phenomenal CEO. This, there's a reason the stock is going up, folks. If you're a subscriber of ours, you have a pretty good idea what that is. But I'm hearing that there are some significant developments happening at this company. It's positioned to be the premier weapons detection and security. uh uh, technology for venues for stadiums for businesses for schools their technology is incredible the artificial intelligence in it is remarkable there's nothing better out there there's a new video out i'm going to send it out to all our folks tomorrow morning but if you don't want to wait for it there's a new video out that's on their platform patreon technologies you can find it on their website and it's it's actually the in, in, in Moody Center, which is in Austin, the brand new, it's an amazing uh, entertainment venue. Um, and it's got their head of security and all their people on tape on 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 video saying how remarkable Patriot One's technology is and how their people love it. You just walk right in. You don't pull your pocket stuff out of your pockets and purses. There's no long line. You just walk in. How cool, right? And these are going everywhere. And the inside word is, that's about to really speed up. And when you watch this video, you'll know why it's going to speed up. Because everybody is singing its praises. Nobody's returned a single one of these units. Nobody. This is the real deal, folks. This is a VRA 10-bagger plus, plus, plus. Own this stock, and we'll have much more very soon. But the, word, the inside word is very, very good. Okay, so that's all for our uh, holdings. And I'll just mention also, what a great trip we had. All our very members on this uh, call that were able to make it to uh, Casper, Wyoming. We're drilling an oil and gas well there. One that will be uh, one of hundreds on the way. Let's knocking on wood. I don't know if we have to knock anymore. This looks really good. Uh, all the, the true experts involved here, the engineers, say this is a discovery. This is going to be a discovery. But again, you, you, know, you can't ever count your chickens to the hatch. We all know that. Everything can go wrong. We are drilling an oil and gas well. Very little was more aggressive than that, or risky than that. But you know, when you had the best of the best working for you, and they do. It was, it was a great trip. Uh, thank you all so much for coming. Uh, I think we had two open seats, two empty seats on the bus. Absolute pack. Uh, pretty rare opportunity to go out and to be able to visit uh, a drill site, watching the you know a four story uh, rig right drilling a well down five miles, and we were all there, and we all funded this thing. That's such a great trip. Wonderful people. I thank you all for going. I tell you, it's just uh, me and me and my family and our employees. We just had just a great weekend, and thank you again for coming. I know Mark Brunner and Tony Letito and everybody with the the drilling crew. They really enjoyed themselves, and, uh, and they, as you can tell, they enjoy what they do. Um, uh, good people, salt of the earth, man, salt of the earth people, um, and looking forward to developing what could be a world class, you know, uh, um, gas and oil uh, field uh, just about two hours out of Casper, Wyoming. Um, okay, uh, listen, I've gone long enough here. Let's just get to the meat uh, under the hood today. This is interesting. Again, we are extreme bottom steroids on Dow Jones, but only on the Dow Jones. The other indexes have room to run. That's why it's a little tricky, right? And I as I said earlier, I do think this rally is going to continue. We've had a number of breath thrust, right? The things we've talked about here, the, the capitulation, these are significant reversal patterns, and they tend to go for a while. So we're now entering the best month of the year, the best quarter of the year. Midterm lows are the lows. I mean, they're like the we the 12 months after the midterms are amazing. We're talking gains of 25, 30% plus, okay? And I think that's what's happened now. So we gotta be careful shorting, but again, that is those will be trades. But here's here's why. This is another tell, I think. Another tell. Last week we had all these big tech, you know, mega tech killed, right? All Facebook, Amazon. All just So many, one after another, right? Only Apple held up. Everybody else destroyed. When the market ramps higher, the market melts up. What does that tell you? That tells you the lows are in. That's typically what that tells you right there. That's why we want to be long and strong. And again, we saw it in the internals today. Again, today, for example, again, Semi down 1.7%, right? NASDAQ down 1%. But look at these internals. Not even two to one. No, we're even close to two to one negative. How big of a, per, a personality change is this, right? NASDAQ only had 500 more declining stocks in advancing. It's three weeks ago, this would have been a, a horrible number. It would have been eight to one. Easy. Not a, it wasn't even two to one negative today. Same thing with volume uh, volume was negative, but, but not, again, not even coming close to two to one negative. And that's, again, semis down 1.7%. That's just rare. Very good sign. NYSE, even better, okay, now again, their market's held up a little better, of course, small caps did fantastic today, but uh, NYSE, advanced decline, only negative by 200 stocks, again, that's a win, that, that, that's a win in a down day like this, also, volume, again, only negative by $200 million worth of trading, that's, not, that's chump change, that's nothing on a day like this, um, and again, uh, uh, new 52 guys' lows did come in negative, but not, not horribly. Uh, there are only 40 more stocks declining than uh, hitting new lows than hitting new highs. So that's, that's not bad at all. The internals work good today. And our sector watch today, not as good. But again, not huge losses here either. Uh, 11, 10 of 11 sectors finished lower, uh, led the downside by communication service down 1.6%, technology down 1.3%, everything else was less than 1%. The lone winner today was energy stocks up 6 tenths of 1%. Again, this is the group, right? This is the new, they're calling it the new, the new tech stocks, the new Silicon Valley stocks. Energy stocks have been red hot uh, even though oil was down today. So, it, it is... It, it, this is a group to watch, okay? We did take some profits here last week, maybe a little prematurely, but again, on our system, we hit extreme bottom steroids and that's just when we exit. So, that's how we play that. We cannot wait. Cannot wait for another opportunity to get back in this as far as a leveraged ETF goes because we still own energy stocks. And uh, a lot of us are a player in a new oil and gas project in Wyoming. Um... All right, commodities, and we'll wrap it up today. Uh, again, uh, not a great day today. Kind of quiet trading, really, but just uh, you know, just not a lot of uh, uh, positive action happening here. It's been very blase, frankly. Uh, gold today, everybody's watching the Fed. Gold today down eight dollars an ounce at sixteen thirty-six. Silver uh, down three cents an ounce. Not much happening there. Nineteen ten an ounce. Love physical gold and silver here. So the Fed's going to start cutting, okay? The Fed is going to start cutting rates again because we have Joe Biden as president. But we still have the Trump economic miracle, but the global economy is so slow. The Fed, the ECB, global central banks are going to cut. That will happen next year. That's our view. And that's why you buy these stocks now because they will start rallying three to six months in advance of those rate cuts. Probably about year end. But we love buying these uh, on a monthly basis. Copper today... Uh, down $0.05 cents a pound at three thirty-seven a pound. And again, crude oil down a $1.70 a barrel at 8620 Finally on the day, uh, Bitcoin um, down three hundred eight at $20,377. right, folks. Hope you had a great day. Let's have a great week. Get your votes in for DWAC and for Tur- Turquoise Hill. you got a deadline there of 6 p.m. Eastern. Get those votes in against the buyout. And I uh, appreciate you listening. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.